What's up guys? This is May here on Catholic Curiosities. Now I know it's been a big minute since I've done a podcast, but the reason why I haven't been is because for Lent I gave up social media just because I think it was the best way for me to reconnect with God and Mary and that's why I did it. So I haven't really been up to date with my whole scripture seeker account either. But just know that this Lenten journey has been very reflective for me and I hope it has been doing the same for you. But today I just wanted to talk about my whole experience the last 10 days going to the Philippines for the international conference for CFC youth for this year and and first of all I can't believe I'm back it's 2 30 a.m. so my sleeping schedule is kind of off but we'll get back to it but we're just gonna do a brief overview of all the God moments I had throughout my trip and all the fun things we did and as well as all the things that I've learned and how I can apply it to my life now now that I'm back home now I'm back in my own room and just going back to reality of course it's hard you know you never want a trip like that to end and yeah it's hard but at the same time you know similarly to any retreat you have to go back to reality, back to your own respective places and do the best you can to be that light, that vessel to those who need it. Now, for me, I left Friday night on the tw- or Friday morning on the 29th and I got there around 11:10 p.m. the next day and it was a long flight and as you would imagine, the food wasn't too great, so <clears throat> I was feeling quite sick. But once I got it out of my system, I think we were we were chilling. Uh, when I got to Manila, my cousin and her husband picked me up just so I wasn't lonely, and they waited with me to catch my ride to the rest of my youth group. By the way, I traveled with my youth group from California, not Hawaii, even though that would have been cool to have like a whole immersion thing. But regardless, I I was super excited to see them again because I, it's been a while since we have all been together. I think the last time we were all together was Mission, which was last July. So that was a long time ago. But yeah, when I, when my driver came there at the airport, he drove me to where everyone was, and it was already like 1.30 around that time, and everyone was sleeping, but I went into the sister's room, and then I didn't want to wake anyone up because I, I would have felt bad, but um, I was just like, oh, hey guys, and they are just like super shocked to see me, but at the same time, super um, out of it because it was really late but really cool feeling to be back um, in their presence and to be with the people where this whole faith journey started so 
It, I was really excited to see what was in store for all of us. <clears throat> so we got a few hours of sleep and then the next day we flew to Davao and our flight was really early. It was like 6.50. So we, had, so we left around 3 a.m. to catch our flight and the crazy thing about this whole timeline is that I lost my phone and I distinctly remember having it at the check-in counter when I used it to look up my confirmation booking number and after that when we went through security I looked at my bag and it wasn't there I started freaking out but um, everyone was like oh just pray to St. Anthony just help you find your phone and lo and behold like, I looked everywhere like I, I went back to the counter I looked at I looked through security and I asked for loss of found but um, I wasn't getting any answers and it was time for us to board so I was I was freaking out because I called my mom and then she was obviously mad um just saying things like I told you to I told you so I told you so and I totally get that like that was on me but um I waited to board the last minute until one of the workers the one that checked me in she came to our gate and she found my phone and at that moment I was I was literally about to cry because it was crazy <laughs> I never want to feel like that again <laughs> that was, again that was like totally on me but god is so good like he will he will pick you back up and he's got your back man even though i felt so helpless because i didn't know what to do and it's so dumb but the first thing i was thinking about is what am i gonna listen to when i go back home are we not gonna have music <laughs> that's completely the that's not what you should be thinking about when you lose your phone but I'm just saying that's where my head was but anyways long story short praise God that he had my back at that moment at that time of desperation and shout out to St. Anthony as well but yeah it was a good feeling I was excited ready to go now ready to take on the rest of my trip and when we got there it was about an hour 30 flight as soon as we got there we dropped our stuff off at our rental home and we went to the beach, of course, and this place was called Paradise Island. So we had to take a boat there. It was like a 20-minute um, boat ride, and then we had we had lunch. Um, all of us. We had there was live music, and it was a really nice beach. No waves, so it was super relaxing, and a few fish, just a little, but. Overall, it was a really chill experience for the first day, and um, I can't remember if it was the next day or the day after that, but we went island hopping, so we went to three different places, and it was a pretty big boat, it held a lot of us, um, our team, and then Kuya Jonathan's friends, um, who lived in Davao, and it was, it was a really fun experience, and... It was nice feeling the breeze, feeling the salt water on your face. And at each stop, we were able to like hop off 
the boat so we so we were like taking videos and stuff and um let's just say i wish i knew how to backflip but we'll get there i'm just scared low-key you know but yeah it was a super fun experience there's a lot of snorkeling to do so luckily i brought my goggles and took a lot of pictures with my gopro and i remember that our last stop that we took for the island hopping tour um we swam to the shore and there is this hiking trail that went all the way up this cliff so i i was like oh shoot i want to go up there i was the only one who went up there and um it was really hard because my slippers were wet from the water so i was like low-key scared like if i were to slip or something like that but no it was a really beautiful view and i was really high up i can't say the footage because i'm not good at that it was pretty high just trust me and it was cool because i could see the boat from afar there wasn't much up there it was just a couple coconut trees and again wish i knew how to climb trees but that's okay that's for another time but yeah that took the whole day and we were all pretty pooped after that so we called it a day and i believe the next day um it was mainly we went shopping at the mall, had some food, and for dinner we went to the street market. So we had some really bomb food, a lot of barbecued stuff. You got your chicken, you got your fish, got your squid, got your all this good stuff. And it was nice because for the people who haven't been there before, it was a lot of firsts for them. Um, so it was really cool to see them emerge, emerging into our culture and what we're all about especially when it comes to food and also the staple food or the staple fruit for Davao is durian I, I probably murdered that <laughs> but um, basically it's like this spiky fruit and once you cut it it's very slimy content but it's actually pretty good and I've I know this fruit just because my grandma would always buy it and it has this very distinct people would say it's smelly but you get over it <clears throat> and so that was really cool it was a really cool night and we did some souvenir shopping along the way as well at the night market and it was a really chill night we ended off the night at Queen Jonathan's friend's house and we played some card games and I don't know if you know this game but throughout our whole trip we we're playing this game called Korean hand slap if you know what that is basically if you lose it hurts because when you lose the everyone else who is playing gets to slap your hand if you want to know how this works let me know it's pretty funny one sec Oh yeah, I got a little sicky sick while I was there, but not too bad. But yeah, that was that was fun. And then last Thursday, our mission team was invited to give a TOB session, theology of the body, and shout out to John and Diora, they killed it as always. Um, <clears throat> 
but at the same time it was really fun with the whole process because we we made videos for for the sessions and the talks and it was really fun to do and we did like voiceovers and all that it was really nice to see all of us getting involved like even though we were just there for the conference it was nice to be able to still um, serve in some way and oh yeah that was at that was Thursday night but Thursday morning we had the opportunity to paint houses for PWD um, applicants so what PWD is persons with disabilities so people apply to live in these houses because they don't have a sense of income and really don't have any other place to live so it was really humbling to be able to help them out in some way and we painted two houses so the brothers painted their house blue and then we painted our house pink and overall it was just a very awesome experience and I really do hope that coming back home I get to have more opportunities like that or to immerse myself more in community projects like that because it's really worthwhile in the end of it all and after that long day you would think that it would be over but no so after the TOV session we got to hang out with all the youth and we actually got to see some of them during the icon over the weekend and it was really cool like despite the fact that they're they live all the way over there they're actually pretty similar to us back here in the mainland or US whatever same thing oh gosh <laughs> sorry I'm really tired but um yeah they're not too different from our social lifestyle here in America so it was really cool to see there wasn't too big of a gap in terms of interacting with them but yeah after the TOB session we went back to our rental home and from there we had a guest speaker speak to us um, his name is Dr. Curry Yaban Laban Yaban some I don't know how to pronounce it I'm wearing it I'm sorry but um, basically if you're in the youth um, this is the guy who wrote the songs a blaze and I give my all and basically all those good songs that you know and love here in this community so when I found that out I was freaking out because I've seen his name before on all the chord sheets and stuff so it's really <laughs> I was low-key geeking out because this is the guy that has composed some of the coolest songs here in this community and songs that have been used to make a special connection to God through worship so what he came to talk to us about was his new book called or his book the fired up life and it's basically a set of principles that we can use in our workspace and our spiritual lives to keep on rekindling the fire in our hearts for god and for our lives and for the lives of each other so obviously i bought it i bought that book and it's been really good so far reading it and I don't know I had so many questions in terms of 
how to keep on going with my social media outreach stuff like this podcast and my scripture seeker account and what I could do more and what I could do better to evangelize and he was a great resource to ask just because of his success and all of that so it was really nice to talk to someone who could relate and who has been successful in doing so so yeah that was a really that was a really sick night being able to talk to someone so knowledgeable about the faith and was so open to doing so so yeah that f- those from sunday to thursday it was really just us having the time of our lives and overall i must say that fellowship is just as important as service and building a connection with god because what better way to do it than with brothers and sisters that you love dearly and overall again super cool experience and so the next day friday so it's finally icon and some of us had to book it there early because some of the brothers they signed up for basketball so they had to be there for the sports competition and for myself i signed up for rap icon and praise god because i actually got second place at the end of it all so it was very humbling and i think that i'm definitely gonna give it another shot um in ycon so um if you haven't heard this song it's basically a song about my it's called release it's about my life especially as a first as a college student and that first year of college where i was alone and um i really um got out of control and how i realized that and how i sought out a way to get back to my spiritual roots and to really focus on what's important in life and it's just a huge wake up call and that's what that song is about so yeah it went really well and after all of the competitions there was an international missions welcome party so what international missions is is any members or participants who are not from the philippines but traveled all the way to come to icon so there's a welcome party for all of us and um the first international missions group we met at the party was australia and let's just say that they're like really chill and i wanted all of them to keep talking because they had <laughs> they have the coolest accents and they were just teaching us stuff their everyday lingo and um it was really cool and while we were waiting for the bus which took about like two hours one to two hours something like that um to go back to the main venue um we exchanged games so this they showed us this game called boom boom chucky chucky and it's kind of hard to explain <laughs> through a podcast but let's just say it was a really fun experience um it was really cool actually and all of us just um hit it off from there and then we of course showed them our korean hand slap hand slap game and let's just say Raymar one of our brothers um we played with 18 people 
So if you imagine 18 really hard and painful slaps on your hand, it was crazy because his hand was like bruised and everything. So <laughs> we stopped playing after that. We felt bad. But yeah. So the bus finally came and then I had my guitar. So they were asking me like, oh my gosh, you know, Kilohe Kai. And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. And like, I know his songs and all that. So we were jamming out. It was really cool. And after that, the rest was history. We start when we got back, it was Rosary, Mass, and then session one, what, which was Identity Christ, which is basically our call to sainthood. And there was a really cool quote that I got of it. It was, um, the tomb is where the resurrection occurs. So basically, when God was in the tomb, um, the speaker reflect or the speaker talked about the darkness and how our conversion happens in the darkness. So we are ready to be put out into the light. I just thought that was so cool because I never thought about his res- resurrection that way, about how Jesus was put in the darkness before he could reveal himself as the light of the world in his resurrection. I don't know, mind-blowing, super awesome. And then, of course, we ended the night with a praise fest. It was really fun. Uh, basically, all the worships were <clears throat> solely live loud. And overall, it was very nice. The live loud songs, personally, I think are better live than the recording. Um, just because that's is different when you're in front and worshiping your god with 7,000 other brothers and sisters. It's different listening to just the recording. So it was a really cool experience. And so that night ended and then it came Saturday morning and our team, our USA team, was given the opportunity to serve the Saturday morning worship. It wasn't in front of everyone just because based on your workshop that morning, you were split to two different venues. So we did worship on one of the venues and then another, their worship team in the Philippines did the other workshop. Or did the other worship, sorry. And this was led by our brother Raymar and it was a very good exhortation. So shout out to Raymar for that. And we played some of the classics. So we played All For You, Grateful, and then Reaching. So that was a really cool experience. and. Throughout the week, actually, we were blessed with the opportunity to actually practice in Quia Carlos's studio in his own home. Um, that was one of Quia Jonathan's friends. And let me just say, I have never been so amazed in my life. Just being in a studio and getting to jam out worship songs, it was, it was the highlight of my trip. I'm not going to lie to you. Because one day I hope I can have like a studio like that in my own home. So yeah, I was I was geeking out, man. But yeah, so after the morning worship was the workshops, and there was like twelve, I think, twelve different workshops, something like that, twelve to fifteen different workshops that you could choose from. And at least for my Lenten journey, I've been doing the rosary, so. Of course, I picked the one about Marian consecration. It was entitled Totally Yours. And this was given by Ate Vicky. So sh- 
what she does for a living is she works for the Archbishop of Davao. So she's very involved in the church and very knowledgeable about our mother. And it was so cool because it just clicked to me because what she talked about was the book called 33 Days to Morning Glory. This was written by Father Gately. And um, I've read this book before and I was actually 22 days into it. But then I realized maybe I should start over again so I can actually be consecrated on one of the Marian feast days. So yeah, it's basically what consecration is, is entrusting Mary in every single thing you do. And that's hard because putting trust in someone, literally everything you do is, is a lot to ask for. But I think that this is what we need in our faith if we really want to grow and I was I was very blessed because I was the only English speaker there and I was the only international missions person in that session so they accommodated to my language and let's be honest it's it's crazy because Although it's very, although they know how to speak the language, it's it's very hard for them, and I I could see that, and I know that, and the fact that they took the challenge on, and just for me to understand what they were trying to get at was, it touched my heart a lot, and I'm just super thankful for the MCs and the speaker, and everyone else around me <clears throat> during our discussion groups that they. Accommodated me and made me feel welcome and have and to have this sense of belonging, and that's why I think it was another highlight of my weekend, just because I have a better understanding now of what Marian consecration is and what it entails for me when I read this book, and just super blessed, super thankful. It was a really good time, especially since I was the only one from my group, because some of us had. The same workshops, but I don't know. I just think it was really cool for me to just go out there on my own and experience something on my own throughout the weekend. So praise God for that. All right. So after that, we headed back to the venue, and our second session was. Session two, grit and grace. So this was given by Atem Bell, and it was really cool to see someone that you know give a talk to that many people, seven thousand people. Let me remind you because、um, as a full-time worker, she was given the opportunity to give this talk. Because a lot of the service team for Icon were full-time workers, and I know I just thought it was really cool because、uh, we first met her. In Trinidad last year, when we served to conduct the conference there, and I don't know, it was just a really cool experience being able to listen to someone who you know and who's so knowledgeable in the faith. And basically, what grit and grace was was about the seven graces and how all of these graces together should be tools for us to have a quote unquote. Kindness overload for all the things that we do. So that was really awesome. So after that session, 
we finished up the dance competitions and we ended the night off with praise fest which was very cool and i think it was very memorable memorable for us because friday and saturday night we actually got to sit in the front row so we got the full experience so worship was really cool being so close and <clears throat> i don't know it was really cool so far and um, we ended the night with an ice cream stop and another round of Korean hand slap. So shout out to Nathan for taking all the hits. <laughs> crazy, man. Crazy. But yes, that's the end of Saturday. And lastly, Sunday. Of course, similar to any retreat, everyone's tired already. So to be honest with you, I don't really remember that much about session three. But I do remember the worship after um, they sang Fearless, which was Jason's favorite song. And if you guys don't know Jason, um, he was my best friend. And he was one, one of the sweetest guys. And he touched many hearts, especially um, some of my brothers and sisters that I have joined this in this community with. And we all know how especially was to us to all of us and i don't know every time i hear that song it it really triggers me and in a good way of course just a reminder that he is up there in heaven now and there's nothing more i could want for him but yeah that worship was really nice it was a great way to end off the the whole icon and um after that we went to mass because we missed it in the morning because they started it early and after mass we went to the international missions after party can you believe that we had a welcoming party and then we had an after party the view was so sick it was like on a hillside so we had a we had a nice mounted side view of the city and the food was all I could ask for it was amazing it was really good and just that just the awesome Filipino food that you don't get tired of right so yeah also during our lunch they had open mic so um, my team was like oh maybe you should do your rap and so I did it and then Raymar and I started singing some Kolohe Kai songs upon request from Australia so we sang dream girl dream girl and it was just it's such a chill time to be able to hang out with your brothers and sisters from around the world it's just a really cool experience and it was a great way to end icon and leave it off with a, a nice bang and after that we had dinner at Quia Jonathan's friend's house and they provided dinner for us and of course it was bittersweet because um that night a lot of us left to go back home and at least during the meantime while we were at um their house we played this game called thumper it's basically a game that goes to the beat we will rock you and if you want to know how to play just let me know it's a really fun game and it gets pretty fast but yeah, um, after playing all that, we 
all shared our own reflections about our experience for the past week and for icon just in general and all positive things and some of us were scared because our flight was at 9 20 and we didn't leave that house until 7 30 and mind you we still had to get our bags from our rental home but yeah everyone was pretty hectic in terms of getting everything together and heading to the airport as fast as we could luckily um our flight was delayed so it worked in our favor but um while we were waiting for our flight i pulled out the una cards and we played a very crazy round and i don't think i've ever played uno with a more crazier bunch and uno was a highlight of our trinidad trip as well just because um last year they pulled like a plus 28 or something like that on me and i was i was i was like bro what the heck so um this time around guess who got plus 30 your girl so luckily though i i ended up swapping hands so that was cool but yeah after after that flight and after we headed back to manila um most of us did some of us stayed behind um since most of us had school but yeah after we landed in manila um i said my goodbyes I stayed at the airport just because my flight was in a few or my check-in was in a few hours so I, I figured might as well just stay there but after that I was on my own again and I was ready to take on the world again and honestly being back home it I still feel kind of weird just because I wish of course we all wish that um, it lasted longer and wish we could have stayed another week with our coordinators and our brothers but I think now overall I've just been so blessed because I know that I am one of the lucky few who are given this opportunity to travel across the world just to see God in a new light and um, that's all I could ever ask for is to see God in the different ways he's revealed and the billions, trillion different ways that he's revealed. Whether that's through God moments or the new people that you meet or retreats or icons or worship, wherever he's, he takes on so many different forms. And I think that's why we're just so blessed to have a God like him. He'd be seen everywhere and in everything. And that's why this whole trip i've just been super humbled and super reflective on the fact that wow i actually got to go just even though i'm sad it was only a week or so but of course i am super excited to see my brothers and sisters again at ycon and to finally to be um able to introduce my own brothers and sisters here in hawaii to my to my home chapter really cool for all of us and I'm definitely gonna hold this trip forever in my heart and it'll definitely be one for the books and now it's time for me to take on the world like I said and to 
implement what I learned for this past week into my own life now that we're back to reality. So yes, brothers and sisters, this was just a mere snapshot of all the awesome things I've experienced for the past week or so. But yeah, thank you for listening this far. And if you have any more questions on what I experienced or what it was all about, let me know because I would gladly be able to talk about this once in a lifetime experience. So this is May here on Catholic Curiosities signing off.